All right, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of our episodically modular series, The Adventures of Dr. Triangle and Isosceles. And now if this is your first episode, don't worry. Or if you said, well, Scoots, it says it's episode eight, uh, but I only listened to episode two. Oh, don't worry, I'll catch you right up. You're in a safe place, remember? Even when it comes, even when it comes to serial, like non-serial, barely serialized stories, uh, let me put your serialized easy concerns at ease, because uh, that's my job. So I'm going to give you all the information you need to know. The Adventures of Doctor Triangle and Isosceles. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like features two main characters, uh, Doctor Triangle and Isosceles, as well as a third character, their mule Ada, uh, who also serves as the narrator for the story. Thank you, Ada, because you're doing the heavy. Not only are you doing the heavy lifting, you're doing the heavy lifting. Uh, you know, you're doing it all. Uh, but this story is uh, so. Doctor Triangle and Isosceles are, are heroic figures. Uh, the ma- main characters, mainly, that's their. Uh, well, let me tell you about the world they live in because. Uh, so they live in a they they live in a world without math, a world once pretty much like ours. Not that long ago, their world probably was. They probably could have lived in our world. It was the same. But then, at first, I don't know if I've covered this. You know, anti-math sentiment started to grow. And also, probably at the same time, maybe less, obviously, people's belief in math has started to wane, their appreciation of it. And as that happened, you know, sometimes we think stuff, you know, most of the time we just think, oh, it's just our human, you know, we're just humans being human, disregarding math. But oh, no, because this is a story, there was another ominous force at work, uh, a goddess named Discordia. Uh, who had come to Earth uh, or was expressing her, you know, goddess-like influence over Earth to rid the world of math, uh, probably to cause something like discordia. And she was successful, not successful in ridding 100% of the world from 100% of the math, because obviously that would take, you know, I didn't even mean to pun that, but it'd be like, that's a lot of math. Uh, but what she did do is significantly set back uh, technology and all that stuff, because uh, a lot of that relies on math. Our, our way of life was significantly changed, and you could compare life at the current stage here uh, to the Middle Ages. Uh, you know, uh, way uh, oh, they didn't have wagons in the Middle Ages. Something, some part of my brain just told me. In a fictional Middle Ages, you know, wagons. Uh, wells oh we need okay well this is so that's the world once was you this does take place in what once was the united states of america and now a collection of hold fast city states affiliated areas and, and things uh and so that's the world oh boy i'm not talk about sleepy uh, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles in that world were performers. They were traveling performers. Uh, they made parody plays about math, uh, and, you know, they are particularly uh, making light of people who loved math. And they kind of made a career capitalizing on anti-math sentiment, uh, though they may have not been truly believers in anti- anti-math uh, uh, they did spend a lot of time making fun of math. That's why they have those names, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles.
but then they met a, they met another goddess. Another goddess, of course, uh, wanted to keep the world in balance. Uh, had a soft spot for masks. A shot. She needed two heroic figures. Uh, I don't, we, we, you know, let's not question Sashat's judgment because she is a goddess. Uh, but she chose Dr. Triangle and Isosceles to uh, restore math principles uh, wherever they could uh, to the world. And so um, episodically, or uh, what is that other one called? Uh, procedurally, what Dr. Triangle and Isosceles do is they go to an area, they observe the area, they try to figure out what principle of math is missing, and they try to restore that principle. Because usually it's a principle uh, that gets in the way of people living their lives or progressing. Uh, you know, they say, well, you know, you know, they say, well, dude, let's get some of this. At some point, we got to get screen time back. Holy mackerel. Am I right? If any kids are listening, they're saying right for sure. So... Dr. Triangle and Isosceles are traveling what was former former United States. So a lot of time they're spending in the Midwest um, or the far, you know, West, uh, trying to restore math. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, two traveling performers trying to save math one town at a time, even though they don't call them towns anymore. Maybe. Uh, in a world without math. Uh, that was, and also we have a Hollywood... A celebrity, a, a man who just had a film fest, uh, and holy handsome. Uh, I saw a picture of you. I mean, you, you're you're uh, you're handsome now, but this was a picture of you when you were younger. Different kind of handsome. And uh, congratulations. Uh, ready to, to introduce our show is uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Scooter. That's very kind. Uh, the, the ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary. Is time in a world without math. Two heroes or heroic figures. So thank you, Scooter. Two heroic figures stand for, must stand for math. One town at a time. Welcome to the adventures of Dr. Triangle and Isosceles. Wow, that was uh, whatever the positive version of the H-U-A-N-T-I-N-G-ing. That was, holy cow, that's Mr. Antonio Banderas, who's going to be laying in my bed. You could actually, believe it or not, I have a little present for you, Antonio. Uh, I have a game of color coup, or color cue, whatever it is, set up for you to play uh, while you listen to me record the podcast. Uh it's long. Oh, I didn't think about this though, because it is it just like uh, maybe you should just mentally play it though, because moving the wooden pieces might make a clicking. Uh, so maybe just maybe just for you to contemplate, or I guess you could play. You could see how silent you could be. Uh, thank you, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, this is a uh, Doctor Triangle and Isosceles: The Adventures of. Uh, thanks, Scooter. This is uh, Ada here, your uh, trusty narrator, and uh, you know, beast of burden. And uh, my burden uh, doesn't feel so heavy, but it feels important, and that's telling you about uh, what's happening. I don't know when you last uh, heard from us, but we were swept away uh, by Isosceles' sister, 
and in, in a mystery. We were unaware that we were being, where we were going and where we were swept away to. And it was a long but comfortable journey. We did like uh, so, no worries there. Plenty, holy cow, they love mules. He's uh, they know how to treat a mule. I could tell you that. Uh, so Ada had plenty of water and uh, you know room to roam. And I knew where we were going because we crossed a vast desert, uh, what some would call a land of waste, but really it's not if you know anything about the desert biome. But to the human eye. Uh, but a land without a lot of water, without a lot of food. Uh, we traveled across that land to a desert oasis, a town, a town that doesn't really exist in your world, a confluence of places, uh, a giant underground aquifer, uh, but way out in the middle of the desert, uh, way, way out. Uh, an aquifer, or aquifer, excuse me, uh, Ada's mispronouncing words, uh, an aquifer that could uh, have refreshing water for the people in the area, uh, for, for the animals that lived in the small groves of uh, uh, bushes and trees, uh, that they could come to, 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 to you know, drink water and continue the circle of life with them and the humans in the town, as the humans had learned to manage that, and enough for a small amount of crops to sustain a small uh, town. Uh, this was an oasis uh, with a village nearby, a pretty nice place uh, compared to, to the land uh, surrounding it. And that's where our two heroes have uh, woken up and they've been, you know, strolling in the town, taking it in and getting a lay of the land. I'll turn it over to, uh, to, 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 to we could, they're strolling. Uh. Okay, so... I guess was, this is pretty nice. The, the, they seem to have, uh, I mean, as long as they keep things in balance, they don't overdo it. The people here, this is like a desert paradise. Uh, they, they have uh, everything. This is really, really a great place. Right, but where, like, I don't, so my sister just left us here. No, no, no. The, uh, are you going to open the letter she left? Uh, uh, I mean, you don't have to read it near me. I'm sure the letter explains everything, uh, but I'd love to hear it if, if you would read it. Well, I'm just trying to figure out. So she brought us here, She and then she left. I mean, we've been asking, uh, and everyone's really nice here. You're right about that. I think it's just... Uh, because they, it's almost like fresh water. I don't know. This you're right. It is a pretty, a pretty nice place, and everybody seems really relaxed. Uh, yeah, everyone here though looks like the hard workers. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's just me, but like uh, taking a guess. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's your subconscious. But can you open? Okay, so this is a letter from my sister to me. Yeah, it says isosceles on the cover, but uh, on the envelope, but you know, I guess that's kind of a joke. Okay, do you want to read it word for word? What do you do? You really think so? Let me see. Uh, blankety blank. Uh, can't believe uh, you'd align yourself. Uh, so funny to see you as a. Uh, attempting to help lead a charismatic movement. Uh, surprised you weren't the one in the lead. 
you might not understand how the, it's going to get a lot of stuff about me not getting it, uh, uh, not understanding what the force is really at work and good versus not good. Uh, it may have chosen the wrong side of math, uh, but you know, I could be, so she's basically, she's placed us here for safekeeping, uh, because, uh, Sounds like she's going to go out there and save math. I don't know if she's working for... It doesn't say anything about Sashad in here, though. Wait, where does it say that? I don't see anything about... Uh, say, she says, I'm going to make things right. Uh, don't bother trying to find me. You, you won't be able to get out of the Oasis. P.S. Why would you want to? Oh, I see there she called us a couple of babies. Yeah, that's not a kind. Of, that's not like it when the, the podcaster calls each other they sweet baby. It's not like that. It's a, it's not a, a compliment. Okay, well, I mean, the one thing we have to go on is that uh, people said she had a wagon, a camel, okay, a wagon pulled by camels, and that she headed out that direction. We've been walking to the end of town. I mean, we might as well just keep following the, the camel tracks, at least for a little while, and see where they go. Yeah, we should have brought some water, though. Well, I'm not thinking we'll follow them all the way. Let's just follow them for, for a distance. Uh, we'll keep all right. We're not going to walk too far out of town. I can't believe, I wonder what was here before, though, because uh, it's interesting to be out here in the desert with the swirling winds and the heat, uh, and they live underground, and those are concrete. Uh, I, I, I mean, I wish I knew about this place. I would have just, uh, if I could figure out how to get all of my entertainment and uh, uh, adult beverages out here, I could live out here, but I'd probably have to share everything instead of living, in, you know, if I was going to live by myself. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, I don't know, there's, like, old train engines uh, all lining the edges of town. And these camel tracks keep going here, heading out towards the edge. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what was here first. I mean, I think it's cool that they live in those concrete. Uh, I mean, they don't seem to like it that much, but I guess, you know, you stay cool below the earth. And, you know, then they have the tents on top uh, for whatever the daytime. Or, uh, I mean, you think who was out here, like back when it was the United States, you think that it was like a, some sort of, I don't know, it seems to have just served some purpose. I mean, I cannot remember, I mean, maybe I wasn't aware of a giant desert aquifer, uh, but, but it would seem like there would have been more development around here, you know, that would like, uh, so it must have been privatized or, because or, otherwise it'd be houses in, at least the remains of a golf course, unless it's all under the sand here. Uh, speaking of under the sand, the the camel tracks stop right up here. It, what do you mean they stop right up here? They stop. There's the end of the... They just stop. There's no more tracks after this. I mean, that's strange, because the dust is filling in, but it's not a... It, would, it wouldn't have filled in that side... It's like they just disappear. Well, do you think she got picked up by like a plane or something? I don't. I I doubt it uh, because I haven't seen any planes uh, in like twenty five years, at least, uh, or give or take. Uh, I can't remember the last time I saw a plane. 
or anything flying. What about, like, remember that uh, Lord of the Rings? Uh, what about, like, a big bird? Okay, have you seen anyone fly? I mean, I'm not trying. Have you seen anyone flying? And it could, I mean, it's it's possible. Uh, but I kind of think it's, uh, it's hot, though. It's hot out here. What's well, this under the sand, though? There's, uh, well, there's train tracks. That's what all these paths are. Oh, so there's a train track leading into town, just buried under the sand, and leading out of town. Yeah, we, I mean, we could try to brush off the sand off the train tracks. What, what do you think? Because we, could we build our own train, like one of those cartoon push-up-and-down train cars? I mean, we could. I don't know. I mean, we could probably see what we could put together. It just, yeah, we could see the, I mean, I don't know, why wouldn't we just stay in this, uh, why, what's the hurry of getting out of here if your sister said she's going to take care of stuff and we have everything we need here and she said to stay here and she seems like an actual, like, leader. I mean, she had all those people with her. Logistically, she has a team. Maybe Sashato already knows about it, uh, I mean, I did you do? She even though she didn't mention Sashad, so I don't know if she has like her own charms. I mean, I I'm not too worried. I'm just worried about like if she got out of here, we should get out of here. What was it? You were like, didn't you have some conversations with people? Yeah, every time I asked, uh, how far how far is the desert? They said too far to walk. And then I said, how far was Ada in a wagon? And they said, you'll never bring enough water. You'll never be able to carry enough water for the three of you. And I said, well, how far is it? How much water would we need? And everyone said, no idea. Even though they have those like tel- they have those t- towers with telescopes. Uh, I don't know if maybe that's for watching the stars. Yeah, but my sister made it out of here. So we just got to figure out. I mean, there's a lot of camel tracks. Uh, excuse, excuse me, did you see a wagon drawn by camels? Uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt you. This uh, I'm I'm uh, isosceles, yeah, new to town for sure. No, I haven't. So you swim in the aqua? You can swim in the aquifer? Oh, because it's so deep and the water's churning up from the spring below or something. Oh, you boil your water. Well, yeah, I hadn't thought about swimming in the aquifer. Thanks uh, for letting me know because I had cupped my hands and drank out of it. No, saying, did you see a bunch of camels pulling away? Oh, you did? A lot of camels. How many camels uh, were pulling the wagon? No idea. Was it like one, two? How much? How many people? You don't know. Okay, well, okay, we'll see you later. Thank you. Okay, well, they don't seem to, um, we're getting, like, they don't seem to care, but we're going to get out of here. We'll, uh, I'll work on, like, what we could do is, uh, if we just load up, if we make one of those train, I mean, there's enough train parts. This must be some old abandoned train depot or something. We, we could make a working train. I don't know if we have time to do that, but we could do one of the ones where you're pumping the train. And we could have Ada pulling at times, so then we take breaks, and we will have, we'll just bring wa- enough water to cover that. Or we could have, like, Ada following with pulling the water. 
Yeah, but we don't even know how far out of town. Like, we don't know if it's one day or five days. Well, we could estimate that uh, with what data. Like, uh, how, how we don't, I don't even have any idea how, how to measure how fast we'd be going. And then we'd have to figure out how much water. You know what I mean? You, you, I don't think you're being reasonable, uh, Isosceles. Oh, so you're just going to give, so that's it. You got what you wanted. Like, we're just going to stay here. I guess it worked out great for you, huh, Triangle? Well, no, for both of us. Your sister didn't say she'll never be back. She just kind of uh, was diminutive uh, and didn't realize that we were also trying to be heroic. But she sounds like heroic, you know what I mean? And uh, so why don't we just wait and see? I tell you, like, I tell you had a more analytical mind, but don't worry about it. I'll work on, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to work on getting out of here. You just do it. Why don't you just go lie? Why don't you go swim in the aquifer? Go take a swim in the aquifer. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Well, I'm just going to take a, a walk, uh, and, uh, I'll see you later as I walk. Now, the thing I didn't tell me to, thanks for walking to my side, by the way. Ooh, that was, I mean, I do, would, what do you think? Would you stay here? I mean, there's plenty of water. Can I, did you just shrug? The thing I wasn't telling Isosceles was there's also a letter from me from his sister. And I sense that, uh, the frustration, but if we wait here, it's not just selfishness, so it's driven by that. It is that we have the charms, and if we try to leave without with the charms, and we we uh, if we only leave halfway, then the charms will be in the desert somewhere. I'm gonna take a, a we go up at this telescope thing and look around, though. Maybe I don't know why I didn't think of it. Maybe I could do okay climbing up. Don't worry, Ada. I'll talk loud enough for you to hear me down there. Now open up this letter. Oh, dear Dr. Triangle, take care of my brother. I'm confident that you and he in your stubbornness and selfishness will find a way out of town. More important than that is to keep the water. Okay, the water is safe until my return. Watch out for Discordian forces through the telescope. Uh, sure, my brother's pacing back and forth, uh, wanting to leave now. But there's some force at work here. We're only able to cross uh, uh, by two ways, uh, by two means. Her handwriting's messy, uh, we come with a set number of camels and a set number of tanks uh, that we just fill up. Uh, for some reason, due to Discordian power, we're, we without we're unable to figure any of that out when we're here. And by figuring out, I don't even now. I'm getting confused. But uh, basically, how much water and how many camels we need to get out. Uh, but we also don't cross by land. If you keep looking uh, where our tracks uh, disappear, you'll be able to figure it out. But don't just head out there. You'll have to figure out some way. 
You'll have to get some things working. And you'll need the town's help. Uh, and the town will need your help. Uh, okay. Okay. Sorry, Ada. I was just reading and thinking. Uh, I looked through the telescopes. There's nothing in any direction. I can just see some green, but it's really far away. And uh, I don't even know if it's uh, so probably too far to walk to. Yeah, no, off to that direction. I don't know if that's north, south, east, or west, Ada. So, oh, sorry, you're looking at me expectantly. From You know, you really are the best mule. Uh, you're a mule, right? I'm just kidding, Maiden. So this letter from uh, Isosceles' sister says, uh, basically there's some mystery in this town, something to do with the water and the townspeople's help. Uh, I think it has to do with all these train engines and all this steam, but I'm going to go get Isosceles. We're going to go to the edge of town. And uh, why don't you go get some water? Don't swim in the, don't do, keep the pee out of the pool. You know what I mean, Ada? And I'll see you in a bit. Hey, this is Ada here. So, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles eventually got to the edge of town and they started digging at the edge of the camel tracks. And they found a giant platform that sprung up and led underground to a huge, huge tunnel full of uh, pipes. Uh, a tunnel that kind of felt humid. And on one end, it had a giant, one of those giant doors you kind of see under the water with the spinny thing, and they knocked on it, and it, it was sweaty with water. And Dr. Triangle said, this is some sort of uh, underground aqueduct. It's uh, closed off right now. And then they saw that the camel tracks uh, uh, joined up with the train track underground at the bottom of this aquifer or whatever and headed off uh, in a distance uh, uh, but there was a like a like a not a note but a sign written on a rock that said "Don't follow without power." And then we started to notice uh, that the the water, the giant door with the water, had the pipes coming off to it. Some for water and some uh, that were hollow. And uh, it, then the Doctor Triangle and I honestly started to figure out that uh, the trains in town, the engines, yeah, they were all interconnected. Uh, the the steam, the st- they weren't really train engines uh, necessarily anymore. They were you know creators of steam, and then instead of the steam uh, driving uh, the wheels uh, to drive the trains forward, most of them went into these pipes. Uh, went into another uh, underground area, uh, separate but close to the aquifer. And we started asking around town and and eventually realized that most of the people here, at one point in their lives or another, uh, anyone that had been around uh, before the end of math, uh, they were experts in steam and trains, but they didn't care anymore. The more we asked... uh, they said, oh, don't bother. We asked, well, how, have you ever gotten any of these working? Uh, no. Where do these go? We don't know. Why bother was the main answer. We have everything we need here. 
And then we found great stores of coal underneath the earth. A uh, huge, uh, you know, a huge development underground. Uh, very, very, very well made and built to, to last uh, centuries, probably. And other steam, we found a lot of steam, a lot of steam engines. We started to realize that uh, not only were the steam, they were uh, not only to, to, to drive and pump water, uh, but to provide steam heading out of town, uh, to, to, we found even a small train uh, that we could use if we could get it going to put on the tracks and, and head out of town like a two-person train. Things don't get publicized like that. And in another underground area, we even found what could only be described as great, great uh, boilers uh, uh, for concentrating steam somewhere. Even solar boilers, a lot of technology uh, we found. But the point was no one cared, and Dr. Triangle and Isosceles don't know. When, you know, they started trying to tinker in steam, and it didn't seem fruitful. So they started begging the town uh, for help, but no no one cared again. And uh, Dr. Triangle was uh, going up and checking around uh, every day with the telescopes, uh, since that's what the letter said. And then one day Dr. Triangle came down and uh, asked if anybody had been to the one green patch far, far away, but, you know, be able to see through the telescope uh, this was a big telescope, by the way. I said, there's an army gathering there, just flying the flag of Discordia, or, you know, random tattered flags that, you know, are discordant, uh, which leads me, you know, they have a play plaid and a Paisley flag uh, with neons and browns uh, and uh, pea greens. So that's got to be, that's a Discordian flag if I ever heard of one. And they're gathering there on that green thing. Uh, can see the campfires, uh, you know, at night. And uh, still the people in town didn't care. Uh, and they said, of course, they'd want to get this uh, for Discordia. Water, uh, steam stuff, who knows what else. Uh, you know, they're going to come, but still everybody kind of just lied around town lackadaisically. And so uh, uh, we'll, we'll do, let's go to this brainstorming session. Uh, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles are actually trying to brainstorm. Okay, let, let me cut to them. Uh, you know, Dr. Triangle, I was wrong. You're right. We get like... Uh, I don't know how we're going to get these people motivated, but I think it needs to be through the theater. Well, I mean, nothing else has motivated them. But what do you think about what theater are you talking about? Steam, steampunk stuff. Uh, what if we show them how good they're li- like a world of steam? Remember Steampipe Alley? Yeah, that didn't have to do with being a steampunk. That was a TV show for kids. Yeah, Mario Cantone. What if we took that uh, and made it, took it and mashed it up with steampunk into a play uh, like Victorian London uh, meets uh, the Middle Ages or something? I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, so just do a play about how great it is to be a steampunk is what you're saying. 
Yeah, maybe like like make a steam the old uh, I could do it. I could play the steampunk uh, steampunk without a without a puff or something. A little rebel without a cause. Okay, so you're saying glamour gl- gl- glamorize being a steampunk and a connoisseur of uh, uh, steampunk lifestyle. Yeah, I'll do a play about that. Uh, I'll really ham it up, uh, but also just like my sister did, you know, just make it seem impossible for these people to obtain. But maybe that's what that's where those things are going too. You know, one other thing I noticed was that the town's defenses are uh, like the town has a defensive system. It's all steam based. What do you mean? Like a lot of the pipes going through, through, through from a couple of the train engines, uh, they go to things to shoot high-powered water jets. Uh, uh, there's a couple steam launch uh, trebuchets, and uh, uh, like a bunch of things to propel things. Uh, they, they would definitely outmatch, uh, probably outmatch uh, Discordia. Okay, so. This isn't a problem of math, it's a problem of motivation. I'll just do a great steampunk presentation. Great show. You know, kind of blow everybody's mind. Okay, so what are you going to do? Like a music, because we've used the music, you know, that one. Trouble in River City, I think we've done that twice already. Okay, so we won't do that. I think Rebel Rebel Without a Steam. I don't know. Victor, uh, what about a uh, steampunk in Victorian London? I, that's how all, that's the name of those one of those books. What about a Victorian steampunk in a vi- desert oasis? Okay, tell me more. A holy blue sky. What if you? Okay, so you dress as a steampunk. You're cool. You play it however you want. Uh, Dean Brando. Uh, who was who that? Gos, AAA, Gosling, I, I don't know. However you want to go. Okay. Uh, I was thinking uh, I was thinking more of uh, of Aquafina feel, but go ahead anyway. Okay, so play like that. And then you've arrived here. This is, you know, this has happened before. And then you say, where's a... Uh, Where's my? You you point out all of the deficiencies, so you might have to. It might have to be like a, a walking real life play, where you don't break character for days, and you just keep incessantly pointing out all the things that are all the modern conveniences of Victorian steam that are missing from the town. Keep planting those seeds. Also, I'll keep pointing out that uh, we could easily uh, keep the Discordians at bay. But, I mean, so it's kind of like they have everything they want, but they could have more. That might just motivate them. And just keep, go ahead, like, be like, oh, how do you, you know, oh, what, you know, how how do you uh, blow cool air? Your air is cool down here, but it doesn't move so stuffy. Uh, I'd do anything for a Victorian steam fan. Uh, and they'd say, well, we don't want, you know, whatever. That's how they all talk around here. Well... Why don't you just go for a walk? Oh, well, you have a steam engine here. It's just too bad. Uh, oh, you know, you, okay, I got it. I can do that. Okay, great. Uh, 
Why don't you get 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 it, go get work on your wardrobe, and uh, I'll keep an eye on the edge of town. Uh, hey, everybody, Ada's here. I'm Ada. You know, I'm back uh, to talk to you once again. And so uh, Isosceles did uh, become a Victorian uh, steampunk and oasis town and made the play. Uh, and like some great art uh, was both uh, inspirant and an irritant at the same time. And people in the town did start to tinker at the steam engines, especially the people whose nostalgia was reawakened by having, they said, well, I don't understand how you'd make toast with steam. Uh, uh, Philobotomo or whatever, I forgot what name Dr. Triangles or Isosceles has been going by. Because I have to tune it out. Because for me, it's not an inspirant. Uh, but they said, well, this is how you make a toast with steam. Uh, but, the, the, you know, the idea of uh, having things even better than a perfect desert oasis uh, it started to get on people. And then some people that were more family-oriented or community-oriented started to think about uh, as a, uh, I essentially pointed out the defenses of the town. Uh, well, why wouldn't we put these to use uh, so easy if it was steam-powered? And we, ha- we have everything. And soon uh, the hubbub started to grow in town. And people started to ask, well, I don't know how to, you know, b- b- ratchet these bolts. Uh, and people started to work and tinker and refurbish and polish and oil and grease and titan and, you know, hammer and all those things. Uh, it was a flurry of activity. And there's actually people that were qualified to oh, 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 supervise. Uh, and so they were saying, okay, well, we're going to start our first uh, soft test launch on this day. And finally the day came uh, when they would do their first small boil, they called it, their first steam. And the more activity in the town, the more activity there was out at the edge of the desert. And Isosceles and Dr. Triangle were even watching. But the desert didn't seem, Discordia's team didn't seem to be able to manage crossing the desert to them either. And so a whole back and forth went, uh, and then it was time for the first steam, and everyone gathered. It didn't go well. I mean, I'll just be honest with you, since I'm the narrator. Uh, uh, they were unable to 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 get wrap their minds around it, despite everyone being there, despite everyone working together. Uh, the right balance of uh, coal, heat, and water. And even for something simple, in a, a simpler steam engine, uh, they just weren't able to do it. You know, they could uh, boil water, uh, but they couldn't boil water in the right balance. Uh, it was either too much water, too little water, too much steam, too little steam, too much coal, too much wood, or not enough. Uh, you know, to even do basic tasks, uh and then the idea of storing the steam and then releasing it. Uh, and everyone became very, very uh, 
unhappy in, uh, you know, F-R-U-S-T-R-A-T-E-D. And so they, like, uh, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles, the rest of the town was, uh, hung their heads, uh, but they looked at one another. And, uh, let's, okay, so uh, don't worry, everybody. Uh, we're going to work on this uh, for love of steam. You know, that was the catch line for my uh, character. And that's what we're doing. So, so to try and walk with me. This is not a motivation problem. It's a math problem. Yeah, it's a math problem. Okay, so what if we, so we'll just restore the math uh, and we'll be all set. Um, well, I've been thinking about that because I realized it was a math problem a while ago. But I was hoping it was effect. I, I didn't realize the breadth of its impact. What do you mean you realized it was a math problem a while ago? Well, I thought it was tra- traversing the desert and distance that was the math problem. Uh, but it, it is that uh, overlaid on uh, what we need to calculate. It's hard for me to process without the actual principle. But so. Yeah, it's a math principle that's missing. And with the math principle, we'll be able to restore steam to this town, and we'll be able to get out of here. Right, but uh, so that's what's keeping Discordia's uh, people at bay. Uh, but, but that's what's keeping Discordia's people at bay. No, they're just waiting for something, or maybe they think we have steam and can hold them off. Nah, at this point, they have sheer numbers, uh, so I don't think, so as soon as we solve the math, that, that uh, they'll just come and take the water in the town, and even if we get out of here, then they'll control the steam in the water. Okay, well, uh, we could get everybody out of the town, I guess, with us. Now, so I didn't tell you this, but my sister sent, your sister sent me a letter, too. And she said, and I would have probably suspected it anyway, that uh, this isn't some simple aquifer. There's, there's some sort of, uh, this is here for some kind of reason. I mean, even if it's just to restore water to nearby cities and power cities with steam. Uh, but I got to think that Discordia is not gathered for me and you. Which, uh, oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought they were going to come get us. Uh, No, they're here to get the town in the water. And they probably even knew what we were doing. And now they've put us in this dilemma. Okay. Uh, So what do we do? I think think you're wrong, though. I'll be honest. Uh, I think this town... uh, uh, I think there's enough to remember that movie on the road or whatever with that they were able to hold hold, hold the town. That wasn't the name of that movie, but uh, um, I don't know. I, I mean, if we restore the steam, I mean, we'd have to have everybody ready. Okay, but you know the math principle? I mean, I'm pretty sure... It, it, I'm pretty sure it's a conversion thing because uh, it's like trying to watch because if you try to watch some of those uh, the gauges uh, no I've been confused okay here's a question for you 
what if we go get that mini steam engine? Actually, everybody went back home. So, look, it's uh, just sitting there in the middle of town by itself. Uh, There's even a warm fire. What if we restore the mass principle here? And we don't do then maybe it buys us enough time uh, uh, to uh, that discord like to get ready for Discordia either way, or we just don't tell Discordia. Huh, that's an interesting idea because they have been testing the. Uh, okay, like so we could restore the principle without them knowing about it if we don't do it obviously. Okay. Okay, I'm going to get the steam engine ready. You restore the mast. Uh, do you have uh, a charm in mind? Uh, yeah, I have one that looks like a tea kettle. What do you have? I have one that looks like a bit of a furnace. Okay. Uh, okay, discord. Uh, shot, we call upon you uh, to, to, to restore uh, the principle of ratio rates and conversion. Oh, wait a second. You. We already asked. It's too late, because we already convert. We 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 did that in another town. Doesn't mean it can't be missing in two places. I don't, ratio rates and conversions. Shashad, I already asked. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Because okay, so what do you think? Uh, yeah, that giant train over there. It's turning into a giant steam woman. It's a steam gal. I think that's what it says on the. Uh, that's the name of the train. Oh, boy. Uh, she has a top hat. Uh, she's got to be like 30 feet high. Uh, what, what is she doing? Well, she's just standing over us. I think she's building up steam. Okay, so we, at least we have some time. What are we going to do now? Well, here's the thing. They're going to be able to see that probably out there. So that's not good. Also, we have a giant, uh, I think she's more like 70 feet tall, steam woman, steam gal. And once she builds up enough steam, uh, then, like, luckily she didn't come pre-stoked. Cause, uh, but she'll probably, either way, that we're in trouble and the town's in trouble and we don't really have a way to get out of here still. Okay. Oh, she's looking at uh, high steam gal. Uh, uh, I think she just made a choo-choo, tried to make a choo-choo sound, but she doesn't have enough steam. Okay, here's an idea, because you did such a good job as uh, with that Victorian play. Uh, what if you do a play for steam gal? I figured out the principle, so I knew it was one of two math principles, so I know what the math principle is. I'm not going to mention it right now. But what if you do a play with Steam Gals? See, everybody in the town's coming together, like talking about how these are all other steam-based beings. These We're all steam caretake, caretakers of the steam. And who knows what this great if we get all the steam running in this town, what it'll even do uh, other than help distribute this, it seems like, endless aquifer to other places that might need water. Uh, but uh, like, uh, teach. What if you do a play while well, Steam Girl's gal's getting her uh, thing built up? Uh, you know, kind of. It's like she just came into this world. Maybe that's one of these things with these b- b- bosses we've been dealing with. Uh, since she's not instantly against us, you win her over. Uh, then, 
win her over, show how much, I know, I realize you're going to object, so I'm going to finish what I'm saying, is uh, win her over, show her we, how we care and tinker for steam, then, uh, and how we we got to defend ourselves against the takers of the steam. Make sure to put that in the performance, okay? Takers of the steam, got it. Uh, but that was the bureaucrats in, in the Victorian era for me, for the other play. Okay, whatever it is, that's fine. But uh, show her that, uh, that we care for steam because then, when, then we restore the math principle. She'll, uh, hopefully we could, like, repair her. Then she'll be even more in our good grace. We'll be in her good graces. We'll have the defense, and we could send her out uh, to help uh, keep this area discordia-free. Huh, so, so you're saying if we, so we'll restore the mass principle, we'll probably have to she'll deactivate, but we'll reactivate her. Uh, well, yeah, you got to connect with what's deepest in the fire, the real fire within her heart, you know, her steam heart, uh, not just the coal, you know what I'm saying? You really have to do a performance that's so legendary. Uh, that you find the spark within her, you, 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 like, the, oh, the all spark. Well, that's, uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then we'll use, then we'll be fine. Then uh, we'll have the town, we'll be able to leave the town. All right, I'll get to it. You get to it, I'll get to it. Right, okay, go, why don't you go get changed? Uh, hey, Ada here. So then uh, Isosceles put in a, a kind of a performance, uh, another performance in the round, uh, for Steam Gal, and she watched with her childlike uh, incandescent eyes, and uh, Di- Dr. Triangle helped Isosceles, all of the people of the town. They already had a soft spot for her, I guess because of their connection in their past lives to steam and to steam engines, and that she may have truly been the first uh, steam-based being ever to become to sentience on Earth, uh, is an exciting thing, but then to know that uh, as quickly as she came, you know, that once she built up her full steam, she would probably mess with the town. And uh, what they didn't quite realize is that worked out is that uh, the play was going really well. Steam gals seemed to be interested in a life of uh, a steam-based community and uh, refurbishment and regular maintenance and all that. Uh, the way it worked, though, was that as she built up steam, she still rose up to her full height and started blasting steam, communicated. Luckily, I don't have to do any of this, but, you know, a lot of it was like uh, those steam whistle type sounds, which are like, can, can really get on your nerves. And when she did that, uh, the, they thought at the edge of uh, way out there that the town had restored the steam. And so uh, the Discordians started going out and trying to traverse the desert without the proper calculations uh, of what they would need to traverse it. And so they kind of got stuck halfway. Then, after they were stuck kind of halfway... Like, they moved too early. Uh, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles took their uh, 
Uh, okay, well, I'll just, you're right. I could just go to that because they're about to do it. Uh, Sashat, we call on you. Uh, you know, I was wrong on the last one, Sashat, but wrong in the right way. And then uh, I guess we were even wrong again because uh, Steam Gale uh, still seems to be building up a little bit more steam, but she built up enough steam to slow Discordian's forces down uh, significantly. Uh, but we call on you as we hold these charms uh, to restore math to our world one principle at a time. The principle we call upon here, missing from our world, is the ability to uh, deal with quartiles, uh, you know, minimums, mediums, the first and third quartiles. Uh, so we call on you right now uh, to restore the principle and the usage of whisker plots to our world. Uh, so shot in your wisdom, please do so. Okay, there goes Steam Girl. Okay, everybody get to work on Steam Girl. Steam Girl, can you, Steam Gal, I'm sorry. I should just read the side of the name of the train. Steam Gal, if you could hear me, I know I could see something deeper than steam in your incandescent eyes, and you watched that whole play I did. And I'll tell you a story about a, a steam heroine. Uh, who uh, was, oh, wow, her eyes, are, you you guys are already, sto- sto- oh, because you're able to read the, uh, oh, I didn't realize you had those guide, paper guides to how much steam, oh, you just couldn't read those before, oh, to make sure it's within the variances, oh, because you can't, you got to make sure you don't add the fuel or this water for, you got to avoid the minimum and the maximum, oh, so that's what a whisker plot does. Oh, these are gauges which work in a similar way. Interesting. So you're already restricted. Hi, Steam Gal. It's me, uh, Isosceles. Uh, well, we, you, you went for a little sleepy poop, but it was just a second, and we're getting the steam back uh, to the town. And we are going to have to, once you're at full steam again, Steam Gal, we're going to have to ask you to go out to the edge of the town because the Discordia, of course, has a backup. Uh, you know, backup force waiting to come here and help us uh, take care of your home. That's right, home. You're right. Just uh, this is your home, Steam Gal. Oh, you want to put me on your shoulder and do that? Well, I don't know if I prefer going out to the. Oh wow, those steam trebuchets really do work. Uh, okay, well, so we'll go out there and. Uh, what are you going to do? Like kick, kick around some uh, of the forces of Discordia. Okay, I'll see you later, uh, isosceles. Okay, everybody, let's get everything ready, and we'll, we'll keep this uh, oasis uh, away uh, from uh, Discordia. Hey, so it's Ada here. So they, you know, the action parts aren't as really that important. Uh, what you need to know is uh, Steam Gal and the people of the oasis and the power use the power of steam. Uh, to send Discordia's forces away. Of course, once they saw Steam Girl, almost no one was interested in uh, uh, trying to get across a, a barren desert anyway. And those few people that did saw the trebuchets and the wa- you know high pressure water and all that uh, steam. You know, warm steam's not pleasant either. And they said, "No, thank you, Discordia. Uh, this isn't this isn't winnable." And so uh, the town being kind of uh, 
uh, was safe for a time. Uh, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles uh, worked with the people, said they would come visit. Had a heartfelt goodbye to Steam Gal. Wished they could take her with them. And uh, then they had a heartfelt goodbye to the town. And they got their own small train. And they headed down a tunnel below the desert. Uh, with me on the back, uh, Ada, your favorite mule and narrator. And the tunnel was so long because we have, uh, we, uh, we've, uh, we decided to stop because it's, uh, you just got to stop when you're tired because we can't tell if it's night or day. But here we are in a cool tunnel. There's steam pipes running down our sides, uh, a cool water pipe, was uh, fresh water pipe. And yeah, we're going to get some sleep here and I'll talk to you soon. Good night.